Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Good evening, welcome to Full Time Reds. It finished Liverpool 2, Newcastle 1. I've had about three arse attacks. I've lost my rag with Kev. Uh, I basically screamed the house down when it went to 2 1. So I'm actually in the, sp- I'm actually in the spare room tonight because I've woke the whole house up. So, all in all, up the fucking Reds. But Kev, I'm on the cans. Have but, it. I'm on the cans too. But Kev, fuck me, mate. That was a slog. By the way, sorry. I'm Chris. This is Kev. Hey. <laughs> you must know by now. It's always us two a full time. So, Kev, how are you feeling? I <laughs> oh, mate, I tell you what. There's nothing beats a late winner. Absolutely nothing beats a late winner. And for the shithousery that they tried to put on in the last in the second half. With players going getting cramped at seventy minutes, and Pope doing his best uh, Jordan Pickford impersonation of diving on every ball, every goal kick taking like a minute and a half. You know, it was exactly what they deserved because the irony is they were very good in the first half, and if they'd have carried, if they were, if they'd stuck to their guns and carried on playing the way they were playing, they had every chance of running out winners, but. They went into their shell. We forced them back. And we were the only side looking to win that game. And we absolutely deserved it. A hundred percent deserved it. Uh, Jamie Hope, my son had to go to bed fuming. It's when he run downstairs when my when me and his mum were screaming. <laughs> Jamie, you're a terrible parent for sending your son to bed on a game night. What's the matter with your boy? I know. I don't the forget poor man school. is the poor boy is going to have no values when he grows up in life. I know, I know. Right, right. We'll, we'll come back to the goal. We'll come back to the goal. We'll save that best to last because um, you may have quite some disagreements in this game. So, oh yeah, <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go into that. Lineups. So, Liverpool lineup unchanged. No real surprise. I think I'd said last yeah. night. I thought Simicast for Robbo just for a bit of rotation, and I think you'd said Carvalho for Elliot because we weren't sure if Elliot would be fit, but. To be fair, if you win 9 0, go with the same 11. It's not the you worst the idea. 11, don't you? Yeah. Newcastle 11, a little bit more surprising. So, nope. Gimarash, which we knew. 
No sit marks. We knew Trippier was fit. We knew. Both their starting centre-backs are on the bench. So it's Lascelles and Dan Byrne. Now listen, Dan Byrne, I think, is brilliant as a centre-back. and um, He's just a, quite a good left-back. So it's a bit like, oh, okay. Lascelles, I'm not a fan of. <laughs> but, um, I, I've got a bit of a theory on this, right? And I think that Newcastle went for basically the same back four and keeper. Bar the keeper, sorry. But the same back four that got them to where they were at the end of last season through experience. They went for a workman-like midfield because that's what they had available to them. And I honestly think that Fraser over St. Max gives them more structure in the way that they played. It I made did, them harder to play against. But at least with Tag, Tagger and Trubby, you've got two very attacking fullbacks. Yeah. So it does give you the option of the game plan's quite simple. Yeah. Yeah, sure bit like we do. Get it out to the fullbacks now, but they've got the target land there. Yeah, uh, and we'll come on to uh, Isaac because he was brilliant, really, really good. They're deaf. I mean, yeah. listen, newsflash. I mean, let, let's face it; it's probably no not new to anyone. But he, there's a player, there's a, some hell of a player they've got there, and yeah, he's probably not even 100 fit yet. So, um, you know, yeah, we'll see. I, I was I looked at that starting eleven for Newcastle, and remember what I said last night. You guys were all saying they'll sit back and they'll soak up the pressure and the playing about. I was having none of it because I honestly think that Eddie Howe has set up a way of playing and he's not going to bend it for anyone. Look at what he did with Man City. The fact that he went and pressed them high up the pitch to disrupt them and try to win the ball. He did exactly the same against us. They were organised in their pressing and where they wanted us to play and how they wanted us to play. They were really good and high energy in the first half. And that's not to say that we didn't have chances in the first half either. You know, It was just... I honestly think the way they the way they set up with that eleven was exactly how I thought they would play last tonight, and you know they were really good in the first half. They were effective in what they did without being overly threatening, because mm. I don't think Allison had much to do, but it was yeah. just one of those that um, we were not as aggressive. We didn't match up their aggressiveness in the first in the first twenty minutes. I don't think, which is, to be honest, has been an issue. Probably apart from the Bournemouth game, still been an issue. Uh, Storm says a weakened Newcastle team and we struggled big time. Lots of slow passing and hoof hoof balls again. Well, cause that I, I, you and me were in a WhatsApp conversation mm. heavily, and I was very critical of the pace of the passing. Um, yeah, and the one thing I will say is, um, it just one midfield that, that fixes these problems. Some of these problems we've got, which we're going to bring on in a minute, uh, we'll talk about the goals. We'll just in a get through the comments there as well. In a minute. Yeah, the yeah. bonker says. Uh, Trent missed pass for the first goal. It is a, yeah. it is a mismatch. It's a terrible pass. But yeah. what annoyed me more is Van Dijk goes out because he has to to get to get mm-hmm. the wide man to close across down. Which to be fair, he has been asked doing for about three games. So at least he did that. Yeah. They try and cut it back. Henson tries to cut it out. He gets a toe in it. He doesn't get enough control, which falls perfectly to Longstaff. Where they got a, a bit pissed off, and at first I thought it was Van Dijk when I've seen the replay. Fabinho becomes the centre back, so he's basically yeah. got himself in the right position. But then instead of being a centre back because Van Dyke's out of position, he's out of position because he's had to follow his runner. Mm. He should drop with Isaac, and he doesn't. He presses the ball, which then makes it the pass a lot easier for Isaac. Yeah. Now listen, Isaac, lovely touch, cracking finish. You know, if you're a Newcastle, if rolls reverse, that's us. You're going great slide rule pass, brilliant touch, brief finish. But it's a Liverpool channel, so we're going to look at us. So yeah, see where the triple isn't great, and I don't think Fabinho. 
position he gets himself right because I think he he needs to stay as a centre back and drop because he took Van Dyke's position because Van Dyke took his runner as he should do. So that's that was really frustrating. But if I'm honest, Kev, I I thought we were slow first half. We were quite ponderous. The only real big chance we had was the Diaz one where he snatches at it. It's a great ball by Firmino. Yeah. And Elliot's great in the build-up. But he was just watching it going, Trent wasn't at the races, Robertson wasn't at the races, Van Dyke was, if I'm honest, a bit languid. Um, yeah, hang on one second. I just want to, Kev Ball there is having a massive pop at Henderson. In the, in, the, in the goal, he's the only one I feel sorry for. Because he tried to play the ball, he, he tried to get a touch on the ball and intercept it. He was unlucky that he got a touch to it because if he didn't, he's in line and that ball can't get through. Mm-hmm. When he gets the touch on it, he's taken out of the line and Isaac has to score from there. You know, yeah. I'd have been fuming if a forward didn't score from there if it was the other end. He's the only one I see in that in that situation that can say, look, I did my best to try and do something and it just got a toe on it. It was just unlucky that he got a toe on it. Mm. But but for me for me that's what he's once the passes yeah once the passes made from Longstaff into Isaac he, there is no time you're talking it's it's split second you might get lucky to get a stretch on a leg but it's just one of those once once someone comes out of the line you're done for it's it's as simple as that and yeah. it all stems back to if Trent is going to play that ball and he plays it dozens of times in a game. That's that's what can happen if you don't make the pass, because the risk everyone everyone is out of position on the strength of it. You know, it's just <laughs> one of those. It's unfortunate. You know, he, I, I'm, it, it, it's just the way he passes the ball. It looks lazy. I'm certain it's not. No one goes out of their way to make a lazy ball, but yeah. it's what can happen if if it goes sideways. Yeah, and that was the only chance that they had. Really, that was it. In ninety eight um, minutes, that's pretty much all they did. Well, no, they, yeah. had, they had an early shot, then they would have took it over. Um, but the other thing with Trent was, he wasn't on it attacking-wise today. I, don't, I no, think his passing was, was really off. And I yeah. think, it's easy, look, everyone says it's easy in high sense, even because I'm some lad who's sitting on YouTube. But keep it simple. Don't keep spray, go for the long spray pass if it's not coming off. You know, Gerard was always saying that that was his thing. He was talking about McAllister. If you give it away, next one, keep it simple, keep it simple, keep it simple. Basically, get your confidence back up with your... Quick, couple of quick short yeah. passes, then ping it long because then you yeah, used to there it. Was a, there was if, a few if two or three have gone off, don't do it again. You know, I mean, look, he wasn't the only one. They were all pretty off it. Um, Emmett's oh. saying, as soon as we start to do one and two touch football, we uh, we look unreal. When it's slow, we, um, when we slow it down, we give we give them time to reset back to an eight. We do, uh, and that was the frustration because uh, the only chance we really created in that in that half was the, was the Diaz chance, and that was. One touch, one two touch football, quick football. For Fabinho wasn't a deep. Uh, Fabinho was wasn't a deep for that chance. I mean, Fabinho first half for me was too deep, um, and that that's you know a bit frustrating because again that meant because he was so deep, Diaz and Salah were like poles apart. They were like you know yeah. nowhere near yeah, each other, which is the problem we've seen in Fulham. Was the problem we've seen um, not so much United. United they were, they were just all shit. <laughs> Palace was sense. Second half, we seem to address that ball. Got them too closer together. And I don't know why. Uh, some people are saying it, it's almost a bit like we're playing for the big number nine. But the big number nine is not there. He's, he's yeah. sat in the stands because he headbutts people. 
So it's, uh, I mean, the one thing I would say, there was a couple of instances in the first half with Trent where he was tracking back and he got back well and he made some really good interceptions. It wasn't all disastrous. It's just mm. going the other way. You expect that little bit more from him and he just didn't deliver tonight. But he when, he got hooked, more, it, when he got hooked, it was the right decision. You know, he was asking him and Robson asking more hindrances attacking-wise than defensively. Defensively, yeah. on the whole, we were all right. I thought we were but, good. Uh, but attacking-wise, both full attacking-wise, I thought were pretty average. So, yeah, I th- Look, I think people underestimate this Newcastle side. Honestly, these are really good side. John you makes know, a very good point here. Uh, we just I, need to, I, I, we need to on, keep sorry. grinding. Sorry, I'll, uh, we just need to keep grinding out wins until until we get more fluid, which is true. Uh, ultimately, if you um, that's what. I mean, listen, you and me both have both said, I'll just take any win. You know. Mm. So sorry, mate. You were talking. Yeah. No. What I was going to say, oh, I can't even lost my track now. But it was. Um, I was just looking at some of the comments there, actually. Uh, one they're asking um, what we think of the offside goal. We'll, we'll cover that in the second half. I've, I've got yeah. that. We'll cover that in the second half. We'll yeah, do the second it half. Offside. Uh, it was just the defense. There is a there is a question mark to come from there. To be honest, I don't think so. See, I mean, the way, what I was going to get at, I think this is a really good Newcastle side. Okay, mm-hmm. I think that they're going to be there or thereabouts in the top six shakeup. Uh, when everything evens itself out, they're a very difficult side to beat in the way that they've been playing since in this calendar year, since January. They're a very difficult side to beat. And we saw that tonight. We saw why. They're hard to get at. And once you get at them, you have to take your chances. And we had a couple of good chances tonight. Some half chances as well. But eventually we got the three points and we got the win. So I can't be too doom, doom and gloom about it. Because I think down the road, we're going to look at these three points and look at who we took them off and be like, yeah, that's that's a good three points there. Yeah, I mean, look, these have already yeah. taken two points off. Sorry, you, which... you say it's a weak inside. That is the same back five, with a, sorry, the same back four with a better keeper that got them to the third best um, points, Sally, in the second half of the season last year. There after bringing a sixty odd million pound striker up front who looks an absolute player, and you've got a work, you've got a midfield three who know their job inside out and were willing to break their backs to do it. They're not a hard, they're a hard side to play against, and we're very good at talking us ourselves up when we win and we're really good. You have to tip your hat to the opposition sometimes and just say, "Look, lads, they're a good side." So the mm-hmm. fact that we took three points off them, you know, is not to be sniffed at, and. Sides that come to Anfield, they can be good and they can have moments in games. But over the whole game, I think we took, we had like 70% possession, 24 shots. And for the last 30 minutes, we were the only side trying to win it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's why, that's my take from the whole game. It's yeah. not like, you know, we didn't deserve the three points. Over the 98 minutes of the game, we absolutely did. You know, it's just yeah. the fact that it came in the 98th minute to get it. Yeah, MCS, uh, Chris, uh, I think it was well, I think for both of us, to be fair. What do you guys think the cause was as to why we uh, we didn't beat these by more and essentially struggled? Um, do you want to say it's careful? Do you want me to give my take? No, you crack on. I think I've just said why. I think they're just yeah. a bloody good side. They're hard not to crack. 
I think I think there is there is that element. I, th- I think you're right. I think we do sometimes get caught in the bubble of um, they're all shite, we're all great, you know that sort of stuff, and it, it, it it's, it's very hard not to get caught in that. Uh, my my reason is we didn't get around them is they were very well organised. Is we moved the ball too slowly, and I think we moved the ball too slowly for about fifty minutes, and it was really pedestrian. And when it's that slow and pedestrian. It's easier for them to get into position and then pick the pace off because they still, have, although they didn't have sick max, they still have pace with Murphy, Isaac. You know, Almiron's a tricky player. So, and I think that's been the frustration for most of the games is we're starting too slow and we're passing it too slow. Some of that, look, some of that is the midfield. We can have the debate about the midfield. I'm sick of debate about the midfield. The midfield we have is the midfield we have, and mm-hmm. unless it miraculous happens, well, that's what we're going to have. So we're going to have to find a way around this. Um, my personal opinion is we should only ever play two of Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago, Cater, Milner. Only two of them should play, and then we have, a, and then we play at least one more attacking option. Because at the moment, the man who's got the shirt is Elliot, yeah, and that gives us the flair because he's the one who actually gives us a little bit more impetus. Um, I think Henderson's going through. A, uh, I think he's going through a blip. I don't think I think he's going through a good spell. But I'll be honest, Fabinho still passing wise for me is too slow. And I don't know how you tell them to pass it quicker, but that I think that's my thing is we're not passing it quick enough. And first half, Bobby was dropping too deep like he did at United, which then made Diaz and Salah poles apart that they couldn't they couldn't interlace. And when when they're poles apart, it's yeah. so easy well, you, to double up and Salah them. But you're that's saying about move, move, moving the ball quickly. If Bobby is that deep, who are you hitting up front? Dan Burn is six foot twenty seven. You know what I mean? It's like you you can't put it up into the air. You have to hit yeah. it through feet into into the ground, and you got to give the devil their due. Kieran Trippier it, was really good, and Dan Byrne has got legs that are like yeah. But maybe if for me it's going to drop that going to drop that deep to link play. Yeah, and you need the third man runner, which is either yeah. Elliot. This is this or is Henderson. where we fell out at half time because I thought you thought Elliot was really good in the first half. I thought he was completely anonymous. I said he was the best one. I, I think yeah. the phrase was he was the he was the best one. To be fair, I thought he was. I, I thought the game passed him by. You know what I mean? I think the reason I thought he was good is the few times we got him on the ball, I thought he had the most impetus mm. of a clever pass uh, because Trent and Robbo's passes weren't coming off. Fabinho and Henson were very safe. Yeah, and because it was so slow, every time Hans uh, Salah got the ball, he was doubled up on. Uh, and if it's Diaz got the ball, he's doubled up on. So we kind of created our own problems, if you know what I mean. Um, I think Emma also brought up uh, about the time wasting is the officials do need to get on top of it. I, yeah, I agree do. with it. Because, listen, I don't blame Newcastle for time wasting. Because no. why wouldn't you? If you're 1-0 up at Anfield or you're 2-0 up against City, why wouldn't you time waste? That's mm. But also because you know that the referees are so weak. I said to you, 60 minutes in, there'll be five minutes at a time. Why? Because it's always five minutes. No matter what happens, it's always five minutes. Unless someone has a horrible injury, it's five minutes. And it was. Despite yeah. the fact, you know, most, you know, Joe Linton was down for cramp for about six oh. minutes of the game. I'd you love know. it if someone could actually, if someone in the chat, you'd be really, really able to do us a solid. If you could find out how much time the ball was in play tonight, I would be eternally grateful because... I don't believe the ball was in play for more than 55 minutes. And for all their talk at the start of the season, we're going to cut down on time-wasting at throw-ins and goal kicks and what have you. I watched the game last night with Pickford and he was time-wasting from like the second goal kick or 
and the referee warned him on 23 minutes. What are you warning him for? Walking back to the halfway line with your finger in the air like that. It's If you do that, you know how you'd really stop it? He's put a mad added time up. It's going no. Right. no, it's in like, if you're the referee, they, they go, you've been acting the bollocks, all of you. You've been rolling around. You've been taking the piss. Right? What's the added time? 12 minutes. Trust me, if you could put 12 minutes on, teams will then be a bit cuter of how the time ways and make it more subtle. It's dead blatant now. You go over. Yeah. Uh, Kieran B says, we weren't brave enough. Uh, too much safe play in the first 50 minutes. Uh, I know Newcastle had a very low block, but someone needs to take a player on and have a go at them. Uh, too much passing back. I agree the safe the safeness because uh, that was my frustration it was a bit too safe and it, it I think it gave Newcastle an out so Kev half time we're 1-0 down we've been here before we've been here 8 times out of 9 <laughs> fuck me yeah. we're getting used to it. we're getting used to being behind and you're thinking 1-0 down this could be 5 points from 6 games what do you think about the season I'm sort of thinking it's vanishing <laughs> Someone say it's vanishing. Someone say that right. There we go. We're gonna do our let's we've got to do the housekeeping, boys and girls. Housekeeping. And then we can talk about the fun of the second half because we're building up yes. So oh, IP yes. vanish for you guys. So you guys all know by now that and if you don't know, you'll soon know. If you're on if you browse online in incognito mode, you're not actually got any privacy. You basically without security, you're giving away all your data to hackers, advertisers, and other undesirables. So if you have IP vanish, it's a VPN to make you truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps your internet be 100% encrypted and it protects everything from your private details, your browsing history, communications, uh, and everything else from all the undesirable people you don't want to give it to. IP Vanish, you can use it on unlimited devices. You don't have to sacrifice speed. You can use it on computers, tablets, phones, and you can use it on Fire Sticks with streaming services. Whether you're at home or in the public, don't go anywhere with IP Vanish. It's dead to use one click of a button, and you're on. You don't even know it's on. And these guys are 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. And the offer for Trippers is 70% of their yearly plan. And listeners get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're basically getting nine months for three. So if you want it, go to ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. That's ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. So there we go. Right. right. You want for you, Kev? Because okay. uh, we, because uh, I literally got sent this before. Um, so, Champions League soccer football tours is back and it's streaming out on Paramount Plus. So, nine months of heart stopping football starts in September the sixth. Of all the biggest stars, top teams, and craziest fan bases all around Europe, whichever match you want to watch, whether it's the group stage, the knockouts, you'll see Benzema. You know, can Real Madrid defend their title, which they beat us for, annoyingly? Or can Liverpool, City, Chelsea, PSG, Barcelona and other great sides, you know, nick it off them? So don't miss a single second of it and sign up to Paramount Plus. And there we go. If you go to ParamountPlus.com, you can sign up. I think we worked out, was it was it £7 a month? What's it particularly? It's £7, $10 a month anyway. But so I know 10, that... So you pay $10 a month for Paramount Plus. You get your IP vanish at 70% off. You're a winner. Yeah. What more can you want? What more can you oh. want? Right, I'm gonna have a can. You could do the last one. <laughs> yeah, because I don't. Because yeah, because look, I don't mm. need a can. But hey, how well how well would you take care of your car if it had been if you had to keep the same one your entire life? That's how our brains work. So why don't we learn to treat them that way? Look, I mean, at the end of the day, this is um, a a plug really for um, better for 
better help. And it's something that a lot of people, mainly men, but everybody really don't talk about it. And we bottle things up and when something's wrong, some grand. But there are people out there that can help. Um, BetterHelp is provides online therapy. Uh, they provide it through video, if you like, through phone, through live chat, which probably would suit an awful lot of people, where if you're not comfortable having a face-to-face discussion talking about your mental health, then sometime in a, sometimes an online chat is a good way to get to, to, to make a breakthrough with it. So you don't even have to see anyone. Um, it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist within 48 hours. Uh, our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash daytrippers. That's betterhelp.com slash daytrippers. And look, it's something that you take seriously, whether you take up this offer or not. If there's a problem, then, you know, a problem shared is a problem halved. And there's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, if someone says, how are you doing? Sometimes it's okay to say you're not okay. It's always good to do that. But it is what it is. Okay. Right. Uh, um, there's a few rumours going around that, that Klopp has confirmed Henson is injured, his hamstring. I don't know if that's true, but never we'll raise see. my pause, eh, Kev? You know? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> You know, but, you know what, what, it's right. it's such as life. I mean, at the end of the day, you're gonna we're playing the same eleven, more or less, because of the situation that we're in. We're playing the same eleven or twelve players for the first five games of the season, and it is a quick turnaround. But it, despite what anyone says, and every club up and down the league are suffering with these um, minor type of knocks at the minute. You know, minor issues. You saw it with Kieran Trippier last weekend for Newcastle there was a doubt over him tonight because he had a slight issue so it's not it's not uncommon for players to have these kind of issues at the start of a season it's just more important that you get on top of it early and it looks like we did by taking them off and um, give them a few give them a bit of time to recover it was good to see Curtis on the bench tonight and it again it was really good to see with the substitutes that came on made a difference again. You know, yeah, we, it's... Um, but on the other side, we might see Douglas Louise moving in. Scored tonight. Brilliant. <laughs> they yeah. still lost, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Did they? I don't know. Don't care. <laughs> Just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I was, I, was, I, was, I was more engrossed in the second half at Anfield, to be honest. I didn't have a clue what was going on in other games. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, once beat... BT didn't flash up the scores like they normally do either. So no, it was no, great. no, no, we didn't. So, like, but like I said, we've seen we've seen Milner do this a few times before, haven't we? Oh, go off the hamstring, he plays the next game. So yeah, I hope they've got it. Yeah. Anyway, Kev. So we've done our housekeeping. Um, second half kicks off. No changes for either side. So you're a bit like, hmm, okay. Yeah, I thought about change. Uh, what was the change? There were After changes. Change. There were changes in the way we played and how we played. You could tell with the positions that Bobby was taking up, he wasn't dropping deep or as deep. And Diaz and Salah were very close together for a lot of the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more and more we pushed, the closer and closer they got together. It was um, it was telling. You know, I mean, we were asked earlier on what we thought about the offside goal. That was pretty much it. That's all they did in the second half. And once, once Isak went off, 
Yeah, they had the aerial threat where they were winning first balls, but we were swallowing up the second balls. You know, we were we switched right on to that in the in the second half. And um Joe Linton is Joe Linton the human cramp he was. I've never known a man to get cramped so much. Yeah, there's a few things that annoyed me. Look, I, I get the players went down with cramp, and at the end of the day, if the referee wants to stop the game for that, then you know, that's up to him. But I certainly wouldn't be stopping for a player who goes down with uh, basic lack of fitness. You know, because that's yeah, what yeah. cramp is. Is it's basically because you're not fit enough is yeah, why you go down with cramp. That's it. Yeah, so uh ooh, this is an interesting one. Bob is anonymous apart from the goal. I don't agree, second half. No. First half, I thought he was a bit quiet. Second half, I thought he was heavily involved. I thought he was really well, involved. You, you carry on chatting about Bobby. I've got to uh, go yeah. and do something. You get the can, aren't you? Uh, he's leaving me again. So, no, I thought Bobby was heavily involved. I mean, we'll talk about you know the uh, the goal. It was all one and two touch football. Salah into Firmino, a lovely finish. And look, Bobby now two in you know two get two home games to run. Now he's, he's scored, which which is. Grand, really. That's what kind of what you want from Bobby. I thought he was really heavily involved when we did the uh, the triple sub because I mean, let's be honest, Kev, it was pretty much four four one five. We, you know, it was very very attacking. Which I think, as you said, you said to me, it was shit or bust a little bit. Which my argument was, it's annoying that shit or bust after fucking five games. But the manager substitutions told the story, which was we need the win and we need the win now. So, you know, chase both fullbacks, you know, which made sense. Simicass comes on on the back of two assists, which makes sense. Trent got took off because he um, it just wasn't happening for him at all. So we put Milner right back, and then a very attacking midfield of Carvalho, Elliott, and Fabinho. Fabinho. And it was re- to be honest, mate, it was really entertaining. I got a feeling. Bit hair him scared him, like, but it was a uh, it was really entertaining. I got a feeling that that is going to be the midfield in a couple of years' time. That Could that, very well be. I think I honestly 100% believe that that's the forward planning that they've that we got a glimpse of tonight. That you're going to have your two eights are going to be Carvalho and Harvey Elliott, and you saw what mayhem they can create. It was, um, it was just for me an example of what's possible when everyone's right. I mean, can you imagine you had those two and you put Thiago behind them? Or a Tiago type distributor of a ball. Mm. I mean, my God, that's going to be hilarious. Uh, Chris, Chris wants to know: uh, Do we think Klopp drops Bobby for the derby? I'm not sure he will. Really, he's two and two. I sort of feel like possibly not. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, know. But the one thing with Nunes is he gives us an aerial threat, a physical threat, which Everton have sort of shown in the early seasons. They're not a big fan, of, especially from set pieces. Assuming we can learn not to do floaty high balls which were really irritating yeah. and and so chill says is van dyke undroppable not for me uh i think you me will talk about it, kev saying uh his form his form's not great uh but at the moment we, we, we haven't no, it was all right tonight it was all right it was all right tonight it was okay some of his passing was a bit off but mm. so the thing is all right for virgil is eight out of ten for everyone else yeah you know, i actually thought I, gomez did well though uh, I think that's another yeah. good performance. Not great, but a good performance. And look, Isaac played off him because most people play on the other centre-back, but it's not yeah. Virgil van Dijk. And I thought he handled that quite well. Isaac, His passing was pretty good. Isaac is deceivingly quick, isn't he, for a big mm. man? 
Oh, I mean the, the offside the offside goal when he, he turns Robertson and Gomez and slots it, you know. It's great yeah. Great it was, and that's not something that goes offside. It was close. It was close. It was close, but even on first glance, I thought it was off. You know, it just, it just looked off. But like well, the linesman did, it, but again, the linesman they indicated well is the linesman. But gives it. Let's talk about our first goal. goal because our first goal. We've done that. You was, ran for a you ran for a camp. You missed that your chance. Shut up. <laughs> our first our first goal was the most simplistic bit of football I've seen us play in a long time. One pass through the lines, through the lines, through the lines, go. It was just it was just simple, wasn't it? It was just like bang, 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 go. And it was so well taken. Ball up to Mo, and he's just he rolled it back. It was Joe Linton nearly got a foot on it. And mm. just the calmness of Bobby to place it into the corner. Absolutely delighted for him. It was two and two now. And he was you could tell he was made up with it, but it was the players didn't over celebrate. It was like, yeah, that's one. We need a second now. And we just kept going and going and going. And we had half chances. There was one that, do you remember the Diaz one? When yeah. he had the shot and it was going into the corner, but Trippier got a foot on it. I thought, you know, when you see those moments, you're like, oh, it's just, that's a heart sinker for me because it's like, that's the kind of one, it's just not United. You know, mm. it's, it's just one of those. We're going to come away. We're going to have a 1-1. One, one, and we're going to come on here and we're going to be like the. And then, you know, Carvalho has his Divock Origi moment. Yeah, we'll come to that. I mean, a few talk about Henson with his injury. Yeah. I think the Henson, the Henson hamstring injury is, and again, this is the, this is, I don't think anyone's not said Liverpool don't need to add at least one midfielder or something. Yeah. We've all said that. Because the risk is, you end up overplaying players who pick up a knock. And unfortunately, I think that's what's happened. Like we said, hopefully he's caught it early and it's not too serious and maybe it's only a game he misses out, but it's annoying because now it's another it's another player you, you're waiting to come back for and it's a very yeah. tight 24 hours. But look, it, it just felt like it wasn't, we were, it felt like a, a bit like the Palace game, a lot of huff, a lot of puff, but not sure this equaliser's coming. And I said to you, Gomez, Committed the cardinal sin, which I can't stand, which is doing a fucking Lovren. Uh, I have no time for any player who doesn't score goals regularly, which is generally a centre back who thinks, 92nd minute, I've never scored a goal, but I'm going to try a first time volley from the edge of the area. You're like, oh, fuck off. I think I've only ever seen it come off once. And to her, that was against us. That was uh, Jagielka. Jagielka, yeah. But, but, yeah. but you're like, going, nine times out of ten, they go in the corner. Oh, as, or as I call Duvalova in the FA Cup semi-final, which is one of the, which just made me lose my shit. So I was pretty resigned going, look, it's corner after corner. The corners aren't going great, but, well, the point, six points for five games. Yeah. And then it come, the cross comes in, and it's just a bit of mate. And Liverpool cause a bit of chaos. And I've got to be honest, like I'm a bit like, that's what we used to do. Cause a bit of chaos. Salah's involved. Now, I've got to admit, uh, I only saw the goal on the replay because I saw the missed head, missed times headed by Salah, and the next thing I saw was the ball in the net. So I ran off, screaming, celebrating, waking the whole house up, getting told off by my missus, which I don't think she's forgiven me for, to be fair. So I'm definitely in the spare room. Uh, so I thought, I assumed it was a header. And then you see, wow. What a what hit. Finish. What a hit. What a hit. And he's been threatening to do that the three games beforehand, before he got his goal against Bournemouth, and you go in like, 
welcome to Liverpool, Fabio Carvalho. That is yeah. making an arrival. It's an unreal finish. And not the problem with Fabio Carvalho is, because I know there'll be a clamp for him to start, but at the moment, with the limited resources we have because of Jota being injured, Nunes being suspended, he's the perfect impact sub at the moment. Because wherever we put yeah. him on, midfield, wide, you're, you're a bit on the edge of your seat thinking, a bit like Diaz, you're thinking, something's going to happen here. Something's going to happen here. And Carval is doing that. You know, Tom Boland, he had his Collymore moments. He did have his Collymore yeah. moments. The, like, the, there's one for the youngsters. Uh, and I love this one from Hannah. Fabio was asked about his Newcastle time wasted. Let's not talk about them. Let's talk about us. That's a perfectly mature I answer. I absolutely and love that. Absolutely that's the sort of stuff that. you go and I quite like that. That's what I like. But yeah, that that goal, Kev. I mean, it, I wish I was in outfield for that. Cause it's one I, of those... It's one of those moments that a player will absolutely dream of. You know, especially if you're signing for Liverpool, you'll have seen all of the games. You'll have seen the Barcelona game. You'll have seen the Everton games where the 96th minute winner and the place erupts. And it's the absolute best time to score a goal because it kills it. It's a killer and it sucks the life out of them. Even if there was a minute to go, it doesn't matter. It was... The irony is, it was their shithousery that gave us the time. Because when Joe Gomez had that flash shot... That should have been game I, over. That should have been game over, and they should have managed a couple of minutes and seen out. But because they fell around fell around like, you know, dying flies who've been sprayed with mosquito spray, it's like, it was perfect. It really was perfect. And it was exactly what we deserved, because... For the vast majority of that game, we were the ones who were trying to win it. Uh, especially in the second half, we we threw the kitchen sink at it. The only thing we didn't do was send Allison up for a corner, you know. And it was <laughs> like we did a bit early in the season for that, but yeah, yeah. But we did everything, but and at the end of the day, their time wasting cost them. And I hope the other sides take a look at that and think, you know, Watson, it's just not worth it. Play the game, just play the game. You're you're not as clever as you think you are, and you got what you deserved. Um, you know, you you wait, you came, you had a good go, and you got nothing for it because of uh, your own stupidity. Dave draws on says, "Do we think Costas has to start?" He's saying yes. <sighs> Depends sure, on how Robbo's our Robbo's uh, recovery is. Uh, I know he got two assists against uh, Bournemouth, you know, which was no problem. We we're about seven nil up at yeah, the time, but I'll be honest, I've not been very impressive. Silvercast when he's come off as a sub. I don't think he's. I just think he's been not great. But to be honest, neither is Robbo. And I think he's just gone with Robbo because he's tried and tested and yeah. probably a little bit better defensively. GM makes a good point. The only thing that would have made it better if it was at the cop end. I think that's the only yeah. thing that would have made that goal perfect. Um, but, you know, made up for like, that's what you want. You know, new young signing. Oh, he's now got two goals. Where are you going? It's brilliant. But where are you going? Brilliant. In all fairness, it's like he's on a high now. What's that? Two and two. And it's not. The fact it's the fact that he's coming off the bench and he's making an impact, you know. He's and he, he's, set, and he, and he sets up the uh, the Salah goal at Old Trafford. Yeah. So you know, it's three goal it's, involvements in three games. To, to be fair to him, it's it's perfect because my biggest worry for him was coming up from the championship. Can he step up to the level? You know, it's easy to look good in the championship when you're the dominant side. You've got most of the ball, and you're playing with a striker like Mitrovic who's scoring goals for fun and he makes everybody looks good on the back of it. You know, it's 
it's just one of those um, issues that when a player comes up from the championship, it's always in the back of my head. Can he take it on? Uh, was that as Charlie there saying? Can't find how much the ball was in play kept. Yeah, uh, sorry, Charlie. Sorry, sorry, Ch- sorry, Charlie. That's it. We have to ban you from the chat now. <laughs> Kev set you a task. He's a very hard taskmaster. That's it. Now. I know he's good. He's good. Sick. <laughs> but no, what it was? Uh, someone, someone in the chat actually came up with a. They reckon it's, it's about sixty-one minutes. The ball was in play for. You know, it, it just goes to show. And I mean, you look at the amount of times that we were just looking to take quick throw-ins. Quick free kicks. The only thing that actually disappointed me in the second half, when we took made the substitutions, we were quite short mm, you know, physically. That, you and me both said that. The, and the, if you're putting you're putting balls into the into the box from court, corners for Virgil and basically Fabinho, I thought we could have been smarter around corner corner routines uh, and stuff like that. But look, that's just a nitpicker. At the end of the day, we've taken three points. We're up to mm-hmm. fifth in the league. We're look. We're despite the United performance, more or less we've dominated most games. And you've got Nunes to come back in. Nunes was to be sat in the sidelines thinking, "I am never missing time out for my own stupidity again." No, you know, no, because not. the um, amount of chances that we're creating in or around the box, he's got to be licking his lips. I think he does start on Saturday. Just to, you know, on the, on the to we're now going to finish up in a minute, but I think he does start on Saturday. Um, I think with the volume of games that are coming up, when he when Klopp can rotate, I think he will. Wouldn't Hopefully surprise you if Costas comes in. Hopefully, Josh will be on the bench. Yeah, exactly. Like Curtis tonight was on the bench, but hopefully he'll be able to take part and in, in he'll be able to make a, an appearance off the bench on Saturday, Would and then more again mm-hmm. midweek. Yeah, and the hope is the Henson injury is only a, is only a nickel. Mm. Look, at some point, unless unless we sell him in the next twenty four hours, which I, I know some of the comments were happy with us, uh, Kate or whatever he appears is still there. But uh, I know some were happy with us with our Nick, Nick taking the mick out. Okay, so is I think the truth is I don't think none of us think he's injured. It it, it feel yeah, ta- it's just too it convenient. I I wonder if they're, they're trying to sell him, but you know. We'll we'll see. Uh, Cot Postmark says we have another problem with Hendo. He felt his hamstring. That's obviously is not helpful. No, it's not. But you know, we are where we are, and you know, just have to deal with it. We've got a day tomorrow to see if yeah. we can do anything. And in the nice way, if we can, we can. If we can't, we can't. If we, if we don't get anyone, Klopp and the club needs to find a way of working working with what they've got. Yeah, exactly. I, I've no I've no sympathy either way because I'm like going all the whole collective put themselves in that. Um, situation so yeah we'll do with that um before we talk well people do want to talk a couple of transfer things so we we will talk well, about it. but first thing um, the two wide well, Lu- yeah, uh Luis Diaz and Salah because I haven't really spoke about them um I thought both of them showed flashes I think it's probably the nice way of that I mean Salah although I think he's got he was quite quiet for Salah actually he's got two assists yeah he was effective which is effective, which is effective. He's staying very wide. I feel like that's under instruction. He's not cutting in as much. Um, I felt when we got the ball to Luis Diaz, he he did cause Trippier some problems. Which to be fair, it takes some doing because Trippier's a good defender. Yeah. So we'll see. So yeah, Kieran Trippier has actually really impressed me since he's come back from Atletico. Uh, that time that he spent in Spain, he, he's improved. He's improved a lot. You know, I mean, he's overlooked because. We talk about Trent, we talk about Reese James, 
and you talk about Kyle Walker and and Kieran Trippier is overlooked as a as a legit fullback. He's very very good. His free kicks are very good as well. Yeah, and the one where he tested Allison in the first half, you know, assuming it was straight at him. But they're the kind of ones that can take a deflection off the wall and make a keeper look silly. The other thing you that helps know, someone like a Trippy going to like a World Cup is he's not bad at left back either. Exactly, Which, yeah. A, a multifunctional defender is always really handy. Um, uh, Owen Newell says, Douglas Louise and T. Levins seem to be the most like. They seem to be the names that are getting a bit of traction in terms of. There's a, obviously one of the papers have reported that. Um, as a club has bid £19 million, they won't say which one. Uh, there's rumours that two PSV lads, um, Sangari and, and Sangari, will both be sold tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, now, which Sangari's just signed a new contract, but I think because Rangers knocked them out, yeah, I would assume for PSV, it's it's just literally a, an accountancy thing, which is we ain't got Champions League money, we can't afford both of them. So we need to, get, we need to sell them off. I, if you were me, I'd, I'd, I'd happily have both of them. I it's would fan, look... fancy football world, but, you know. I think Cody Gakpo is um he'd be a good squad option, he'd be a good squad filler. Sangare would be a backup, but he really is not he's good, he's all right, he might kick on. He's very uh interesting kind of gay when he was at Everton. That's who he reminds me a lot of. You know, he's solid, dependable, and he's okay in the six, but Christ don't ask him to do anything else. And but don't he's complicate okay. it. But if he's okay in the six, then that's a way of resting Fabinho. And then the rest of the lads are saying you're all five for the eight spots, which at least then gives yeah, you that. Um, I don't know if anyone in the chat can help help me, but someone said there's some very interesting Gerard comments about Douglas Louise, which maybe thinks he's might be on the move. Um, there's some very Ice. dubious sources saying Liverpool, but other than saying Atletico Madrid. So yeah, that's I think Atletico Madrid are more likely. Um, whether Atletico can afford him is another question. Um, they're they're really on the board. They're really borderline with uh, what they're able to do wage wise, wage structure wise. And I wouldn't be a bit surprised if Douglas Louise went in and you see someone someone go from there. But look, tomorrow I think across the league is going to be um, it's going to be busy. There's going to be a lot of business done tomorrow. If we're going to be involved, I hope we are. Um, I think it's important that we do something. Not to react to anything else. I just definitely think the squad needs a little bit of help. And if you can add to the squad, then, you know, I think there's definitely players out there that will be moving tomorrow that can add depth to the squad. Uh, friend of the show, Emmett, uh, Gerard says he can't control the Louise situation. We obviously don't want to lose our best player, but he only has a year left. Okay, that to I me think, says there's a there's a, there's a, a bit, release contract. There's a, there's a release clause. Yeah, there's a release clause, or there's a um, there's a bid, and he said he's told the club I want to go. Yeah. So, in fairness, it leaves Villa very short in that position because Coutinho was on the bench again tonight, and I don't think Gerard trusts him at all. Yeah, who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk it? Do you remember we should have resigned him? Interesting. That one. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't be shocked if Jude, Jude uh, pre-announcement being announced tomorrow, regardless of if we do it. I would be because if I'm Dortmund, I don't think Dortmund. I, yeah, I, I don't look think at it. I don't think. I think Liverpool obviously have had an indication that he 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 wouldn't mind coming to Liverpool, but 
Dortmund aren't stupid. They'll wait till the summer. Because if he has a good yeah. World Cup, there's another 20, 30 million going on his price tag. Yeah. And there, everyone there, will be after it. There was talk about this uh, kind of a deal being done for, I think it's, called, it's pronounced Garvidal. It's a centre-back at Leipzig that Chelsea were look, linked with. They were talking 90 million euro. And, I mean, he's 21 years of age. He probably would be a Thiago Silva replacement. Mm. But it's... Um, and they, they distanced themselves from that today because, like you said, with the World Cup, anything can happen this season. You know, and you'll always see players add to their value if they're good enough to after post the World Cup. So I don't see any kind of deals like that happening. What's Laura saying there? Uh, Gerard, this is the exact quote. Uh, uh, it's one of those touchy situations where the club has to do what's best for the club, not necessarily what is best for me. That's, yeah, that's, look, that's, that's a balancing the books issue. Yeah, that's a book balancing issue. So, yeah. you know, I mean... Garbadol, 90 million to Chelsea pre-deal. Yeah, the, apparently the, the I think it's Leipzig, they they distance themselves massively from that. You know, so mm. I, I don't see that happening. Well, it might happen next summer. But the way Chelsea have thrown around money this summer, Chelsea need to recoup some money this window. It feels like it feels like Chelsea are front loaded, and they're still short in midfield, which is uh, shocking for the amount of money they they spent over a quarter of a billion this window, and they're still short a striker and they're still short a centre mid. That's shocking business. I thought says last minute winner, then Chris and Chris and kept talking football. Kevin, I get any better. <laughs> Right, over that. <laughs> I'm on the cans, yeah. Yeah, the, the night can definitely get better. I'm, I'm off tomorrow. The night can definitely oh, get better. Look, I promise you. Yeah, I've got a lovely six o'clock start tomorrow. So oh, anyway, what else do you want to talk about, Chris? <laughs> I'll talk about anything, mate. Doesn't bother me. I'll, I'll work on two hours sleep. So it's right. fine. So. Now, listen, everyone else in the chat is going to need to get a, get a nice kip as well. The only thing is, if you want, guys, just fire in names who you think. Realistically, Liverpool could do tomorrow. Do what Gav did last night. Who would you think will sign? Who would you like us to sign? Because quite often they're yeah. very different. Uh, the only thing I would say is, uh, look, I've seen this a little bit now on social social media. So I think uh, this is how I see it. Listen, you're all adults. Do what you want. Um, these Twitter like newsfeed accounts. Yeah, put them in the bin because I've now seen Mel Reddy call out four of them. For misquoting her for saying Liverpool wanted Gramera's in January, but uh, Newcastle swooped, and she and I've listened to the the interview. She says nothing of that of that ilk. The actual quote is along the lines of Liverpool asked, you know, blank piece of paper, players available, money's no option. Who would you want? And apparently Liverpool said Gramera's is a player they liked, and they were amazed Newcastle got it done in January for that quick. And then her city Man City source gave exactly the same answer. So, but that's not Liverpool went for him in January. That's just like blue sky thinking, oh, he'd be brilliant. Mm. Archie Um, there saying Conor Gallagher would love to see his game. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I, yeah, I like Gallagher. Yeah, I do as well, but I don't think he, I think for 40 million quid or 35, 35, 40 million, um, I don't think you're getting anyone who's any better than Curtis Johnson. Mm. Uh, and that's I, fine, but he's at the right age where he could develop and evolve. 
and if he does see. help down the line with your homegrown. Yeah. But I know. could see us going for. A th- I could. I could more likely Liverpool spend thirty forty million on a, on a young on that young end. Yeah, I couldn't see us paying thirty forty million on a twenty nine year old. Yeah, if you know what I mean. No. I so uh, Chris says, let's get Son just to annoy Spurs. <laughs> well. I'll tell you one thing: he doesn't look happy. In the Is way they're playing at the minute, I don't think Son Hillman's son looks happy there at the minute. I can't say I pay too much attention. Just so, a feeling. I know we're doing well. Uh, uh, Landon there saying, uh, Chelsea new official bid for Pierre-Aubameyang has been received by Barcelona right now. As mentioned in this afternoon, again, Marcus Alonso's part of the deal. Yeah, no, Alonso needs, is desperate to go there. They're desperate to get Alonso. Ooh, and James, James Miller saying, Liverpool news at 11. No, is that 11 a.m. or 11 p.m.? Let us know, James, because it's 11 p.m. Well, if it's 11 p.m., we're going to hang on for the extra two minutes. Yeah, if it's 11 a.m., I'll be honest, I'll be in work. So If it's 11 or 5, then you're blocked and we're never... Uh, Laura Duffy agrees with you that she thinks Son looks unhappy as well. Yeah, he just does. He just doesn't... I don't think he likes this system. I don't think this system suits him. There was a rumour that Liverpool were looking at him as a potential attacking target. If If Salah goes. Uh, It was also if Spurs didn't make top four. Because I think they were kind of like... There'd be an option, a bit like people think with Arsenal, Arsenal which hasn't really happened. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. It's, fr- it's right. from Indy, lads. Oh, come on. No, man. if it's from Indy, we're staying. If it's from Indy, we're staying. We love Indy. We love if Indy. Indy is the bomb. We listen, love Indy. If you just don't take it too say and take it for what it is, it's really funny. Yeah, exactly. But listen, and on the Malvedi stuff, Malvedi isn't the only one. I think Ornstein has called out a few as well. And it's like, look, I got caught. I've been caught a few times by these people, and it drives me mad that they're literally doing it for shits and giggles and clicks and money and ad revenue. And at the end of the day, each of their own, different people generate content however the hell they like. That's up to them, you know. But it's like this is a stressful time for fans, and we're all looking for snippets of who we might think, who we think. Liverpool could go for and these people are literally playing people off each other standing back and just say aren't we great and it's like it's just nah it's not for me it, it really isn't you know and that's the one thing that I like about the tripper is the fact that we can have a grown up disagreement chat about it and then we'll figure out that I'm right and Chris is wrong you know, so off, we get there in the end. You eventually, you eventually come, come to my way of thinking, so you'd be fine. Yeah, I keep thinking that. So, so it's eleven o'clock. What's the story, guys? Who's 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 the? Uh... Ooh, oh, do you want to hear a salty, uh, a saltiness? Alan what? Shearer, five minutes injury time. They score of the ninety-eighth minute and zips his mouth. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I love when that minimum. Stoppage time actually he's, comes back to, to bite you in the arse. Yeah, be honest, she, she has so never got, old, got over some of the uh, four threes, has he? No. Listen, the, be- my best, the best Shearer situation was when he was managing Newcastle and they got relegated. And I think we were like 3-0 up and we literally just started going. Uh, the cops like saying he should have stayed in the telly. Which to- <laughs> now, I'll give Shearer his due. He did laugh. He did laugh at that. And have a thought. Oh, Charlie the Red says, man, the match comes down in a minute. Cool, yeah, go. we'll definitely get there. Anthony chill. Indy Kyle, here we go, guys. You know what's happening. Doug Louise asked Aston Villa to leave the club. Liverpool to hold a meeting with Aston Villa tomorrow morning. Moise Caicedo, second bid rejected in the last few minutes. Oh. I'll tell you what. Let's do the man of the match. Uh, let's, talk, let's talk about Go on. I think it's easy, really, but... I... Do you know what? I would give it to Harvey 
That's who I was. Based purely on his second half performance. Because I, I still, didn't I still, think he did enough in the first half to disrupt them. I thought he was the best you of the bad bunch in the first half. It, it's part of a midfielder's job to do the other stuff as well as go, go on the attack. I think he did. He was brilliant in the second half. You know, mm. he, he was a completely different player in the second half. But in the first half, I honestly 100% believe the game passed him by. But look, I mean, I was delighted with his Emmett, overall performance. Emmett's saying player of the season so far. It's an interesting. Yeah, I mean, for us, he is definitely 100%. Yeah, the, the area where Harvey still needs to work on it, I think he still needs to do better off the ball defensively. Yeah. But look, he's 19. Yeah, he's still learning to get. Thank you know, no, no one's perfect at 19. You know, no, but Christ. you know, he's got that nice jink, that little dribble about him, that little look for, and a clever pass in him. And look, he got a goal last week, so hopefully he's gonna have more to it. I mean, listen, he looks play of the season so far. I think Carvalho at the moment just looks more and more of a steal. He does, and doesn't he? Obviously, he, he's just got something about me. He goes going like this guy just looks excited. I'll uh, give an honourable mention to uh, Alexander Reset, by the way. I. I think. Oh I mean, yeah, he, he, he got he's my, yeah got he's not a cheap he's not he's not a cheap signing by any stretch, but at twenty two years of age, twenty three years of age, with the experience that he's got under his belt, if they can keep him fit, I firmly believe Newcastle will push the top six this season. I firmly believe, especially with the fact that they don't have Europe, that they can focus solely on the league. And throw the kitchen sink at it. I think they'll be well in the shout for uh, a European spot this year, if not break in a bit higher. But for us, Harvey Elliott, Bobby did better in the second half. Diaz was busy. Fabinho was better and more progressive in the second half. Joe Gomez had a hard night tonight. You know, I mean, he's not too many times you're going to come up against um, players. But of the physical do, size. Well, that'll do him good, coming mm. through a hard night. Yeah. Because but, that's it. the only way you're going to test him, his level of fitness and robustness is, and look, I'll be honest, he's going to have a very different battle on Saturday, because uh, to be fair to Edson, it's more about pace. You know, Mopay's quick, Gordon's quick uh, when he's on his feet, uh, Gay's quick as well. So, you know, that's kind of what we're looking at, really, isn't it? So, right. Anyway, Tomorrow it's five night, past eleven. Yeah, bedtime for me now because because I've got to go to work. I've got to go to work. <laughs> yeah, t- tomorrow night they're gonna, the lads going to be on do with the uh, viewers' voice, and you're also going to get the last hour of the transfer window in the show as well. So make sure you're there for that. When Liverpool sign four players on deadline day, and it'd be well exciting. It's not going to happen. Oh man, now. can you imagine? Can you imagine anyway, it'd be listen, like? Listen, listen do I hope for? Could be really funny. Uh, hopefully, better players. But do you remember when we had we had no centre backs? We tried to sign three fellas on the last day. I mean, literally, we signed two pretty average players, like, but it was quite exciting. Yeah, exactly. Small, Wonder small where video Connor goes tomorrow. That'll be the tell. That'll be the tell. But also, if does he have to stand at the gate at the access seat, at the access seat? Because you won't know if the lights are on because it's fucking miles away from the, from the <laughs> gate. So, right. Vinny could be stood there with nobody opening. Uh, right on that happy note. Listen, ultimately, Liverpool have gone back to back. We've got nineteenth minute winner. Newcastle fans, particularly Alice here, are really pissed off, which frankly makes me happy. So until then, we're back we're back on Friday. So we're back on Friday. New we'll see you Friday. See, see you later, Friday. guys. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.